Butterfield house. D. Wayne said, uh-oh, dropped the big dog's muzzle and dragged the two dogs out of the kennel toward the fence. Again, the younger one came without much resistance at first, but the older one dug in. Another light came on, this one by the Butterfield side door, and D. Wayne said, shit and he picked up the bigger dog, two arms under its belly, and yanking the other one along on the leash, cleared the fence and headed across the pasture at an awkward trot. The side door opened on Butterfield's house, and D. Wayne, having forgotten about the red LEDs on his hat brim, made the mistake of looking back. Butterfield was standing under the porch light and saw him. Butterfield shouted, Hey! Hey! And, Carol! Somebody's took the dogs. And then, improbably, he went back inside the house, and D. Wayne thought for seven or eight seconds that he'd caught a break. His truck was only forty yards or so away now, and he was moving as fast as he could while carrying the bigger dog, which must have weighed eighty pounds. Then Butterfield reappeared, and this time he was carrying a gun. He yelled again, Hey! Hey! and let off a half dozen rounds. And D. Wayne said, My gosh! and threw the big dog through the back door of his truck topper, and then hoisted the smaller dog up by his neck and threw him inside after the bigger one. Another volley of bullets cracked overhead, making a truly unpleasant whip-snap sound, but well off to one side. D. Wayne realized that Butterfield couldn't actually see the truck in the dark of the night and through the mist. Since D. Wayne was a semi-pro dog snatcher, he had the truck's interior and taillights on a cutoff switch. And when he got in and fired that mother up, none of the lights came on. There was still the rumble of the truck, though, and Butterfield fired another volley, and then D. Wayne was gone up the nearly but not quite invisible road. A half mile along, he turned on his lights and accelerated away, and at the top of the hill that overlooked the Butterfield place, he looked back and saw headlights. Butterfield was coming. D. Wayne dropped the hammer. The chase was short because D. Wayne had made provisions. At the Paxton Place, over the crest of the third low hill in a roller coaster stretch of seven hills, he swerved off the road, down the drive, and around behind the Paxton Kids' bus shack, where the kids waited for the school bus on wintry days. Butterfield went past at a hundred miles an hour, and fifteen seconds later, D. Wayne was going the other way. A clean getaway but D. Wayne had about peed himself when Butterfield started working that gun. Had to be a better way to make a living, he thought, as he took a left on a winding road back toward home. Not that he could easily think of one. There was stealing dogs, cooking meth, and stripping copper wire and pipes out of unoccupied summer cabins. That was about it, in D. Wayne's world. Two. Virgil Flowers nearly fell off the bed when the phone began to vibrate. The bed was narrow, and Frankie Nobles was using up the middle and the other side. Virgil had to crawl over her naked body to get to the phone, not an entirely unpleasant process, and she muttered, What, again? Phone, Virgil said. He groaned and added, Can't be anything good. He looked at the face of the phone and said, Johnson Johnson. At that moment, the phone stopped ringing. Frankie was up on her elbows where she could see the clock and said, At three in the morning? The dumbass has been arrested for something. 
He wouldn't call for that, Virgil said. And he's not dumb. There's two kinds of dumb, Frankie said, actual and deliberate. Johnson's the most deliberate dumbass I ever met. That whole live chicken toss contest, yeah, yeah, is for a good cause. Virgil touched the callback tab, and Johnson picked up on the first ring. Virgil, Jesus, we got big trouble, man. You remember Winky Butterfield? Johnson sounded wide awake. No, I don't believe so. After a moment of silence, Johnson said, Maybe I didn't introduce you, come to think of it. Maybe it was somebody else. Good. Can I go back to sleep? Virgil, this is serious shit. Somebody dognapped Winky's black labs. You gotta get your ass over here, man, while the trail is fresh. Jesus, Johnson. Dogs? You called me at three in the morning about dogs? They're family, man.